It's Tuesday, January 4th, and this is Brian with the morning news. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Biden administration on Monday outlined tighter regulations for U.S. meatpackers, accusing the industry of inflating Americans' food bills as meat companies say they are experiencing persistent supply chain problems and labor shortages as the economy recovers from the pandemic. President Biden's push to tackle meat prices comes as his administration seeks to ease inflation, which hit a nearly four-decade high in November. Inflation has emerged as a pressing concern for American voters, and Republicans have been criticizing Mr. Biden over high prices for months. The White House's efforts to bring down meat prices aims to foster competition and bolster U.S. farmers in a roughly $213 billion industry in which the four largest companies control 85% of beef production and 54% in poultry, according to the administration. The steps range from funds for regional meat processors to help them better compete with the big companies, to stricter rules for livestock purchasing and meat labeling, which are aimed at supporting U.S. farmers. Mr. Biden has alleged that the biggest U.S. meat companies use their scale to pay farmers less while lifting meat prices. Meat industry officials have pushed back, attributing higher price tags in meat cases to deepening labor challenges in meatpacking plants and rising costs for transport, packaging, and animal feed. In other news, COVID-19 infections continue to soar far above previous peaks across the U.S. as students returned to classrooms while some workers remained home after contracting or being exposed to the virus. The seven-day average of daily reported COVID-19 cases in the U.S. reached a pandemic record 403,385 on Sunday, according to Johns Hopkins University data. The fresh peak arrived even as most states paused reporting during the New Year's holiday weekend. Reporting delays will likely lead to spikes in reports of cases this week as states catch up. While COVID-19 tests remain in short supply in much of the U.S., COVID-19 testing was less robust last year, complicating comparisons between pandemic surges. Hospitalizations for confirmed or suspected COVID-19 reached a seven-day average of 97,855 on Monday, according to data posted by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The top doctor for Congress and the Supreme Court sent a letter Monday to members and staff warning of a surge of cases in the Capitol. Dr. Brian P. Monahan wrote that the Capital Testing Center had seen a rise in the seven-day rates of positives from less than 1% to more than 13% amid a huge surge of cases in the D.C. metropolitan area. In political news, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer set a mid-January deadline for trying to change the chamber's procedures on passing legislation if Republicans again block Democrats' proposed changes to the nation's election systems. Mr. Schumer laid out his plans regarding the filibuster in a letter to colleagues at the start of the second session of the current Congress and as the country approaches the first anniversary of the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Democrats argue that many Republican-led states' changes to their voting laws were designed to restrict voters' access to the ballot and that new federal legislation is required to protect voting rights. He said Democrats will make clear that what happened on January 6th and the one-sided partisan actions being taken by Republican-led state legislatures across the country are directly linked. 
Ben Roethlisberger looked for the last time into the Heinz Field stands, peppered with number seven jerseys bearing his name, and tried to soak in a moment as inevitable as it was unimaginable for most of his career. Roethlisberger did a victory lap following a 26-14 win over Cleveland on Monday night that kept his team's faint playoff hopes alive. He hugged team president Art Rooney II, he unsuccessfully fought back tears, then he grabbed the hand of his wife Ashley and their three children and walked into the tunnel and out of sight. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.